And welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Phantom Podcast. Tonight, I am your host, JT, and I am all by myself today, but that is because the rest of the guys are on their way back or already home and needing rest from MegaCon this weekend. Um, I really was hoping that we could at least get Dom here tonight to talk about his experience and some things that he, you know, did and people that he met and stuff. So, um, but hey, that is okay. I know I understand it is a long weekend, so I'm glad that Dom is getting his rest tonight and uh, just recuperating because it was a long weekend, I'm sure. Uh, Josh, Darren, and Christian all went as well. Uh, their Friday, all all of them went to go see John Wick on Friday. Saturday, they were at MegaCon the entire time, and then Sunday, Dom stayed at MegaCon while the rest of the guys went to Universal and rode rides, went to other things, did other things. So I want them to tell you that their experience next week, so stay tuned for that. That will happen next week. Um, but tonight, it is just me because I had to stay home because of work. And honestly, I'm glad I kind of did uh, because Friday we had uh, some really bad storms here in Memphis, in the Mid-South, really. It's that time of the year um, where storms are just going to start getting real bad. Um, so we had some, ba- some bad storms in the Mid-South on Friday. Um, I took my car in, and I just got it back today. So a lot of things were happening that I kind of needed to stay home for. Um, so, But there's always next year, and, uh, and I'm hopefully going to be able to go to a con out of town sometime soon. But that's beside the point. We're going to go ahead and get started with our episode. Um, like we normally do, we start off with Marvel. However, tonight's a little special since it's just me and I can kind of control what goes on in this episode a little bit. I want to kick things off with WrestleMania. That's right. For all my wrestling folks, we're going to kick things off talking about WrestleMania 39. That was this Saturday and Sunday, night one and night two. And, uh, guys, this this pay-per-view with this event, whatever you want to call it, um, WrestleMania 39 was incredible. I, there was not, I, I wrote an article just today, about a few minutes ago, talking about WrestleMania, breaking down my thoughts a little bit on each match and each, uh, you know, card from night one and night two. And, uh, honestly guys, like this, this event was phenomenal. It, it was, uh, like it, it was it was incredible. I thoroughly enjoyed this WrestleMania. Um I I I like the aspect that WWE went with having it in two nights. It breaks up that like dullness that you get in some cuz like you got to remember WrestleMania is WWE's biggest event of the year and when they have a ton of matches on the card There are matches in the middle that get dead space, and the crowd is just completely lost. It's dead. No one wants to talk about it. No one wants to be there. It's the bathroom break. Those those kind of things. So when you break it up into two nights, you have that crowd is still alive for a majority of it. And honestly, there was maybe see, I want to say there was maybe one, two matches that were bathroom break worthy, but like every match was great in my opinion. Um, I think. I, it's so hard to pick a match of the of the night or of the event, but I have two in mind, three really. 
but I'll save the the one that I want to talk about the most is for the end. But the two that I have trouble picking from, and they're very tied, are the Intercontinental Triple or Triple Threat match uh, with uh, Gunther, Sheamus, and Drew McIntyre. That was a j- just an all-out fight. I mean, those. <laughs> Like Ken on the chat just said, Gunther's chops. Man, he was laying, I mean, just laying into those boys. Like, Sheamus's chest looked like hamburger meat at the end of the match. Like, it doesn't help that Sheamus is also, like, Irish, so he's very pale. But, I mean, those chops that he gave was incredible. The, all three of those men just outperformed each other or like everything was just a step above each other like everyone was just constantly outdoing the next um gunther got the victory and retained his intercontinental title um in a banger of a match like it was so good i i was like on the edge of my seat during that match and i felt it in my chest after every chop after every hit every near fall like it was everything was perfect in that match i loved it the next match I was so into it because of the storyline, and that is uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus the Usos for the WWE Undisputed Tag Team Championships. That match, oh boy, talk about the storyline of a lifetime. That match and that entire story, say what you will about Sami Zayn and how last year at this time he was in a dumb match against well i don't want to call it dumb because he look where he's at now but like the comedy match that he was in with the jackass crews johnny knoxville and them like and then he gets to main event night one of wrestlemania that is incredible like just absolutely incredible and i i cannot like i gotta give him his flowers for that because if that was me, I would have been like, I'm done after this stupid comedy match that I just had. I can't do it. But he kept at it. He kept uh, pushing forward. And now he main evented with one of his best friends in the company and in this business uh, in Kevin Owens. And that storyline with the with the bloodline, with uh, the Usos and Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa and like that whole storyline was brilliant. It is, I will I will argue that it could possibly be the best storyline that WWE has ever had. And it continues because the main event of night two was the head of the table, the tribal chief, Roman Reigns versus the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. And whoa, I, that match was amazing. I, I was, every... Every pinfall was one that I was, like, cheering for. I mean, I thought it was over at one point, and then Roman kicks out. I thought for sure Cody wasn't going to kick out of a spear, and guess what? He kicked out of a spear. He kicked out two spears. I mean, it was phenomenal. That that match was the best match of the entire event, um, in my opinion. Now, was it the best finish of the night? No, that the best finish of the night has to go to the tag team championship match with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus the Usos. The entire lead up and the entire story of the match for Rhodes and Reigns was great. 
the finish was probably the one that a lot it it drove so much controversial like thoughts and opinions and it was literally the talk of the town all night last night and into today Cody Rhodes loses after having this incredible return his his comeback to WWE after you know leaving AEW and getting injured winning the Royal Rumble like all of this he's doing it for his father and his legacy and like all of this, it's it's a good lead up. The story's amazing. It is so good. But WWE said, nah, mm-mm. You think, you 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 thought that we were going to give Cody Rhodes the title, but we're not because Roman Reigns is the tribal chief and you have to acknowledge him. And I, I am beyond like shocked that they did that. However, I do still think that there's more to be told between that story of Roman and Cody, so um, hopefully here in the near future um, it will be told, you know, I assume a rematch, um, and I assume we'll get some kind of, um, you know, satisfaction out of this entire story, so fingers crossed that we get that. I do think I have two people in mind who could take down Roman and that is, of course, Cody or Jey Uso, who started this whole thing with the bloodline. He is main event Jay. He's got to eat. He, it's either Cody or Jay. And I'll leave it at that. So, again, WrestleMania 39, a fantastic pay-per-view. A fantastic event um, in the bright lights of LA. And I, I'm very satisfied with how it turned out. And I'm so excited to see the aftermath of... Uh, WrestleMania and what's the next chapter for all these uh, performers and characters. Um, overall, I would probably give it a very solid A. Like, very solid A. Like, I, I mean, it could potentially get an A+, plus if some of the finishes were better. And I don't think it could have gone lower than an A, honestly. Like, it, it night one was phenomenal, and then night two just ended with the best storylines that they could have possibly made. So... WrestleMania 39 gets an A from me. So we are going to now jump into our Marvel news. So I hope you guys are ready for that. Going to change gears a little bit. We got we got some some pretty big Marvel news, if you ask me. Um, a lot of new changes to what we already have. So uh, Karen Sony or Karan Sony and Leslie uh, Ugmas or Ugums. Again, guys, I do apologize if I'm uh, saying these incorrectly. I, I I'm terrible with names. You guys already know that. Um, but these two will reportedly reprise their roles as Dopinder and the uh, Blind Al in Deadpool 3. So, um, if you have seen the Deadpool movies, Dopinder and Blind Al are now back in Deadpool 3. So, I think it's great. I love Dopinder. I think he's a phenomenal character. Um, I think the actor who plays him is also really good. Um, so... Moving on, we do have Demetrius Gross, or yeah, Gross, uh, has apparently been cast as Grim Reaper in the Disney Plus Wonder Man series. Uh, Wonder Man, I believe, is starting to film now and will be released probably late next year. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Um, especially with all these delays that they're having, I have no idea. But uh, we do have uh, the Grim Reaper, who is a Marvel character, as no one knew. Um, is going to be introduced in uh, Wonder Man, uh, which is a 
a show that I'm kind of interested in. It, it, it's teetering. It's teetering right there for me. Um, so then we have some more news about scripts uh, for Thunderbolts, and that is Lee Sung Jin, who also wrote the movie Beef. I've never seen it. Can't, couldn't tell you about it. But he is now going to write uh, the Thunderbolt script, which I think is um, interesting. Interesting. I, it's always fascinating when Marvel does this, when they bring in new writers and exit old ones. And like how, like Blade did this, a, like um, a few other projects did this where they had, they already had a writer, but then they scrapped that and brought in someone new. So like, I'm kind of interested to see why they kicked out the old person and brought in, um, you know, Jin. So who knows? Maybe, maybe this new uh, version of Thunderbolts is going to be 10 times better, but we'll never know because we don't get to see the old one. So, you know, Hey, cool. At least, at least we're getting this movie. That's all I gotta say. Uh, war of the worlds and avatar, the way of water writer, Josh Friedman, um, replaces Jeff Kaplan and Ian Springer, uh, as the writer for the fantastic four movie. So again, another replacement in the writing room at Marvel. Um, I'm This surprised me a little bit because I knew that Jeff Kaplan had always been the name to watch out for, and now he's getting replaced. And honestly, look, I haven't seen The Way of the World or The War of the Worlds or Avatar 2. I've not seen those movies. Probably not going to see Avatar 2. That is my personal thing. Um, look, I just want my Fantastic Four. I just want the first family here. I don't care who who writes it. I don't care who directs it. I just want the first family to be uh, to be in the MCU. And so far, it's a bit it's a bit rocky in the in the production. So far, we haven't had any casting news yet. I think we'll get that soon. Once the casting news comes out, then you'll see the ups and downs of what this movie is going to be about because everybody and their mother is going to be talking about it. And we are too. So um, on to some other bit of news. Zeb Wells, uh, who also did uh, the Marvels and Marvel Zombies, will co-write the script for Deadpool 3 along with Paul Rennick and Rhett Reese. So three writers for the uh, the new Deadpool movie coming out uh, in 2025, I believe. Um, which is interesting. I, I, I don't know how, how often that is. I don't know how... Um, if, if movies get multiple writers, I mean, I'm sure they do. I know they do, but I don't know if it's often that three art or three writers like from, I mean, obviously Zeb Wells, who wrote the Marvels and Marvel zombies is going to be, he's going to have some say into what's going on in this and he's going to have some knowledge of it. So like, obviously I think that's going to be a plus, but I don't know. Like, I just don't know. Writers are so unique because when someone gets cast and we talk about it, I don't know a lot of the writers. Like I could like I couldn't tell you who Paul Rettnick is or Rhett Reese. Like I like if they walked into my house, like I wouldn't be able to recognize them. Um so it's very unique and then the same with the same honestly goes with a lot of the like like the uh the rest of the news that we've gotten tonight. Like, you know, uh I couldn't tell you who Josh Friedman was or uh, Lee Sung Jin. Again, all these writers, I couldn't tell you who they were, but the the writing room in Marvel is getting changed, and uh, I'm curious to see what's the next step for these people. 
are they safe or are they going to also get booted like their uh you know the people before them so who knows but uh again like i mentioned marvel is going through some writing changes right now with their future projects um only time will tell um if these are good moves or not um we don't have any of these projects out yet we don't have really have much news about um, the projects anyways um and last bit of news for uh marvel actually two bits of news um one hasn't happened yet unless you're listening to this episode prior to it but uh today on monday uh april 3rd is it april 3rd it is april 3rd monday april 3rd the tickets for guardians of the galaxy volume 3 have been released and we did get our tickets we secured the bag got them we're all sitting together right in the middle of the theater perfect viewing area so i'm very excited um to to go see this movie may 5th uh well we got the we we will be seeing it may 4th um and so i'm super excited super like i guys i know i've said it so many times already but excitement level is like at an all-time high they've dropped so many posters today uh james gunn even dropped his uh entire like playlist like normally the soundtrack for this uh like the these movies are what people like tend to and they they love the soundtracks james gunn dropped the entire soundtrack on apple and on spotify so you can go find those there um and i listened to them a little bit today at work and they got some great songs like honestly like both of the other guardians movies had great soundtracks but like this one is just really really good um, the posters that they dropped today were also very telling of what could potentially happen in this movie. And a certain character was kind of the main focal point in all of the posters. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm a bit sad on that one. If you know, you know. But um, the next bit of news, uh, Tuesday when I release this episode, or if you're listening to this on Tuesday, April 4th, um, a new trailer, our second trailer for Spider-Man uh, Across the Spider-Verse. Uh, will be released and I'm excited for that one just because it looks fantastic from the the first trailer that we saw the snippets that we already saw the posters that they dropped like everything about this uh, project is getting me really hyped and I cannot wait for that that movie to come out Um, I don't know the date off the top of my head um, so I do apologize for that Um, but whenever this movie as soon as those tickets drop I'm getting them ASAP like it does not matter where I'm at I'm going on my phone and I'm getting them ASAP so then we are about to move into DC so here we go with our DC news everyone Uh, not that many uh, things to talk about Um, one just happened today um, and one that we got the end of last week some news so the news that we got last week was that um, a certain character a certain Batman villain or DC villain will be making his on-screen appearance um, or his on-screen debut, I guess. Uh, Not animated. This is a part of the Batman 2 with uh, Matt Reeves and, um, oh boy, Robert Pattinson. There he goes. Um, And Clayface is that character. Uh, So if you are a Clayface fan, I I, I know Clayface because of the animated Harley Quinn show. And he is hilarious in that show i know it is a completely different like this Clayface in this movie to compare to that one is going to be completely different but that's the only reason i know again guys i'm not a big dc guy i do like dc it is in my wheel of 
what I like and what I love, and so I I, I understand who Clayface is. But um, to see him live action is going to be very interesting, and I'm very excited to uh, to see that uh, introduction happen. Uh, the next bit of news that we got today, again on Monday, April third, is that we got a first look, our first trailer at Blue Beetle. And guys, this one was fantastic. I'm so hyped for this movie. Um, this movie for DC is the next. Like, I was excited for Shazam because I liked Shazam the first, the first one. Um, the Flash, I y'all already know i don't have any interest in that aquaman 2 i didn't like the first one and so this one the second one doesn't really interest me that much um but uh yeah it, it it's gonna be interesting blue beetle had a really fun trailer it was vibrant it was colorful um a lot of people were kind of comparing it to miss marvel uh from uh marvel uh and so i i kind of get that vibe with the neon lights and the you know the the fun like the funniness that it had it the, the one word that i kept hearing about this trailer was it was fun it looked fun um i can't wait to have so much fun with this movie and i, I agree it did look fun um i don't know much about blue beetle i wish christian was here to talk about it because he knows uh, you know a lot about these characters um but again from the trailer all we know is that it's a it's a you know origin story essentially we get to meet this new character and it will drop on august 18th of 2023 so in just about four months a little bit over four months um so very excited for that if you haven't seen the trailer go check it out it is on social media you can just type in blue beetle and it'll pop up uh now we're going to talk about star wars um the last few days we have not or episodes pardon me we have not been able to talk much about uh, Star Wars because a lot of the guys had not seen the episodes, didn't want to spoil things for people, you know, you know how that is. But the guys are not here, so it's just me. So I can go ahead and talk about it. Um, so with the Bad Batch, um, I, I enjoy the show. I do. It it does not feel to me like homework to watch each episode because each episode is very different. However, this. Bad Batch did this with season one. The first few episodes were the introduction, so you get to watch it to to remember these characters and stuff. And then the middle of it kind of takes a big dip, and then the end of it takes a major spike in what's what's going on, what's happening. Um, the episodes get better and better, and so I do believe that we are on the season finale this week, this coming up week on April fifth. Um, so, and I could be wrong, I don't know, but the last episode that we got was very, very good. Um, again, spoiler warning if you have not seen The Bad Batch, and if you don't want to know, then skip ahead. Uh, but we do see the, uh, the end. I'd say, I don't want to say the death, because, of course, we don't see a body, we don't see confirmation, we just see, uh, we see Tech fall from a rail, uh, like a, rail line or whatever like a cart on a rail line he was falling and he just kind of vanished uh they were high up in the sky and uh the crew the bad batch had to get away and um he he said the only way that that y'all are going to escape is if i shoot this other cart it was a two two cart uh uh 
like system, rail system, and one of the carts was hanging down and the other one was about to fall. And he said, the only way that I can save you guys is if I sacrifice myself. He shoots the, the, the little middle part that broke it off. He fell, the rest of them got away. So very, very touching moment. Um, uh, Omega just cried out, uh, you know, wanted to go back for him. Wrecker was holding her back. Hunter was like, we got to go, we got to go. So, like, everything about it was just very emotional at the point. Um, if you followed this team since season one, you kind of get that vibe. Um, but, again, with Bad Batch, it got to the same thing that season one did. A good start, a very, very, very disappointing dip in the middle of the season, but shot right back up with the endings um, and the finale and stuff. So, hey, I'm ready for the finale. I cannot wait to see what happens. Um, and again, we'll talk about it next week. Uh, so Mandalorian, another Star Wars show that actually has had no dips. Um, it's been very straightforward, very solid for the last few weeks. Um, and that is season three of the Mandalorian and oh boy, this episode five blew me away. Uh, if you're a Rebels fan, you know, you absolutely know. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and give a spoiler warning, uh, for those who don't want to know about Mandalorian. Uh, episode 5, and that is right now. So, spoiler warning. Our boy Zeb is back. That is all I gotta say. Zeb makes his uh, his on-screen debut, live-action debut, and he looked great. Like, like he he was very good, like, CGI-wise. Um, the voice actor who uh, voiced him in the Rebels animation show... Um, returned and voiced him in this one and it was very brief we didn't get any action didn't get you know um you know and he just was talking and that was it that's all we needed that's all we needed um but this episode kind of it it we're taking a turn in what i think is going to be the main plot point of the mandalorian show uh bo katan is basically getting uh getting in power she she told um the armor that she saw the mythosaur and the, now the armor is like well if you saw him you're the leader of mandalore so let's go take back mandalore let's go let's go reclaim what was once ours and that's what they're going to do so i'm very curious to see if mando is going to stop and say hey we don't really need to go there we can just stay here and chill because grief karga just gave us land here because we helped his you know his planet so what we doing? What's going on here? Um, but this, like I mentioned earlier, this show has been very solid across the board. Each episode is like, there's no dips in it. Like it, it, it just continues to get better and better. Um, in my opinion, um, some people call some episodes filler. I don't, I, I, I don't necessarily call it a filler episode. I just call it one that sticks out a little less than others, but I still think all these episodes are, um, very solid. Uh, so now I don't have any gaming news. I do apologize. So uh, we're going to move into our other bit of news. Um, today we had a few announcements, um, which kind of shocked me, honestly. Um, and one is that <laughs> The Rock, in wrestling terms, The Rock is trying to become a babyface by getting the people to love him. Uh, the people have turned on him because of Black Adam and the whole DC situation with Shazam. People were starting to say like, ah, why did you mess up DC? Which doesn't make much sense. I mean, I understand why people said it because that's a whole conversation for another day. But uh, he tries to make up his, uh, his fan base by announcing today that a live action Moana movie is in the works. 
and he will be obviously playing Maui, um, and they're going to start the casting and getting everything done. Everything's going to be shot in Hawaii, and sure, why not? That's fine. Do what you got to do, man. Like, I enjoy Moana, but I think it's maybe a little too soon to do a live action. Give it some time. Um, it's only been out, I don't even think it has, it hasn't even been out 10 years. So, like, 10-year mark, man, that's when you need to probably push it out. Um, you got a few more years just to wait. Now, maybe, just maybe, this announcement is here today, and we won't get it for a couple more years. So then that 10-year mark hits, and then it's boom, hey, live action's here. Uh, but we are getting a live action Moana. This leads me to talk about Disney and their live action stuff because some are really good and some are not. Um, I know that they're also in talks to do a live action Lilo and Stitch. Uh, that has already been started to be like the casting has already taken place and stuff. Um, the Lion King is another live action. The Jungle Book is another live action that they've done. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones. Like they're doing the Little Mermaid. Um, I, I believe they're doing Peter Pan. Like like Aladdin. <laughs> like I I don't know. I'm very torn on what Disney. I mean, I I, I get it. I get why they're doing it. But Disney's am animation department has been really good. Um, and not every project needs to be a live action. That's all I gotta say. Um, and then also something that dropped today that, again, I wish the other guys were here to talk about because they have much more of an interest than I do because I could care less. And that is that HBO is developing a Harry Potter series, which each season will cover a different book. I don't know anything about it because I've never watched the movies or read the books. I know that I saw a lot of backlash because of this. Um, I know that... Right now, a uh, the Hogwarts Legacy is a very popular game in the gaming community right now. Uh, our very own Dom does stream it. Um, and uh, I, I just don't have a care for it. I've never, like, again, I guys, I've never seen the movies. I've never read the books. I just don't have a say in it because I, I just don't care for it. Um, if, you, if you like harry potter and you think this is great awesome talk to us about it let us know um or let us know if you don't care for it and you don't want it because that's also interesting i don't know guys i really don't and i do apologize for that um some other bit of news uh this past week uh two recaps i gotta i gotta go over two recaps real quick before we end the episode uh this past week last thursday i did get to see uh dungeons and dragons honor among thieves on premiere night and that was a movie we talked about a little bit in uh, last episode, but um, and previous ones as well. But this was a movie that I was very hesitant on seeing because, again, my knowledge of you know D and D, the tabletop game, is very, very small, and I don't know a lot of about it. I want to learn. I really do. Like I want to sit down and play it and have a group of friends take time to go out and you know do all this stuff. I would love that. Like, that'd be awesome. But I just haven't or I haven't found the right people or the right time or any of this. So um, it, that, that part does, you know, kind of suck. So my hesitation to go see this movie was I'm, I was afraid that I will be lost in the movie because of language and, uh, like, verbiage that they use of the game into the movie. 
um, the characters, maybe like some tabletop characters or or whatever, or monsters that were in the game that are in the movie. And so I was going to get lost in knowing like, oh God, what is this? Does this mean something? But honestly, this movie does a great job. If you have no idea what D&D is and you just want to go see an adventure movie, this is the movie to go see because it, it has a very simple plot. It has a very simple story and that is good. The characters in it are fantastic. Um, it has a unique uh, like vibe to it with, you know, um, the pacing is great. I, I think the, the vibe that I was getting was a fun adventure movie, but some may think of it as like, you know, so those who play the game, I've heard some people talk about it say, I felt like I was actually like rolling the dice playing the game like myself. Two different vibes that you can get from this movie, and I got the one where I'm sitting here watching on the big screen uh, an adventure movie where the you know you have the main guy trying to fight the villain or the bad guy, and the 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 good guy has to get a team together. Who this team is not very they're they're not the biggest and the baddest, but they'll work together eventually. They have some inner struggles that they have to get over and you have along the way some inner turmoil and again your very simple basic adventure movie but it does really good in this the comedy is on point with this movie as well i like that about it and there were some shots in here the cinematography in this movie was all like all over the place and it was great i loved some of the shots they had so overall i would highly recommend Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, go see it in theaters. It was it was a great great movie to go see. Uh, the next movie that I watched in the comfort of my own bed because it only came out on Apple TV was Tetris. Uh, this movie, wow! I someone talked about it on Twitter. I saw it and I said I didn't know they were making a movie about this. So I went on Apple TV, got the three month uh, free subscription, and I turned on Tetris. And I did not pick up my phone until after it was done. It was that good. I, I wasn't sure if I was going to like it, but again, growing up, when I would go on like, you know, family car rides, vacations or whatever, I would have my Game Boy and all of my family would pass along the Game Boy and we would play Tetris on it. And so seeing that on screen, seeing how that came about was really cool. This movie is said to be based on the true story of Tetris. Again, it is, you know... It is film, it is cinema, so there's going to be some fabrication to it, some little white lies into it, um, and, and it's not all going to be true. But for the fact that this movie was kind of on par with what I did my research on, like it was, uh, this movie's really good. I highly recommend it. Um, I honestly did not know how much controversy this one little video game had all across the world like it is incredible how much controversy and like just the the things that people the links that people went you know went to to <laughs> to just get this game and get the rights to this game were incredible so uh two movies that i highly recommend right there tetris and dungeons and dragons honor among thieves go see those this week i will be going to see super mario brothers uh with my wife madison on thursday um and then next week air comes out which air is the story about uh nike and how they got um michael jordan to join their group and stuff so i'm, I'm really excited about that movie um, there are some other movies that uh, that will be coming out soon. This time of the year is really looking good for movies, and I'm really excited about it. So 
Um, but other than that, guys, thank you so much for another fun episode. Um, again, check the show notes if you want to know where the timestamps are and stuff. Um, but other than that, guys, I really do appreciate it, and I will catch you next week.